grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. I'll be shining tonight on this prophetic subject unveiling the turn around wonders of the altar of sacrifice unveiling the turn around wonders of the altar of sacrifice fasten your seatbelt One of the characteristics of the apostolic office is the unveiling of things that they have seen, the things they have heard, the things that their eyes have looked upon, and the things that their hands have handled of the world of life. So apostles are ordained as pace setters in interpreting the truth and the mystery of scriptures. It's not by expertise, it's just by calling. It's, call, it's an election of grace. It's an election of grace. It's an election of grace. Unveiling the turnaround wonders of the altar of sacrifice. The turnaround wonders. Psalm 126 and verse 1 to 6 define this mystery in unmistakable terms. Can I ask the entire congregation globally, as I read verse 1, you read verse 2, and I read verse 3, you read verse 4, I read verse 5, and we all read verse 6 together. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. We are not in doubt where our turnaround came from. So we responded, The Lord has done great things for us. We are all, we are glad. Verse 4. We knew how we provoked that turnaround. And so turn it again. How? They that sow in tears shall reap with joy. Together now, verse 6. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing the sheep. The altar of sacrifice is the altar of unquestionable turnaround proofs unquestionable turnaround proofs (laughs) 
they shall surely come back rejoicing, bringing the ships with them. Please note that God is never in need of him have we all received. What have you that you have not received? If you have received it, why are you posing as if you did not receive it? God will never, never need the help of man. And someone is talking to you who has walked in that realm for over 40 years. If I were hungry, would I have asked you that thousand rams upon the thousand years, they are mine. If God ever has a need, there is no mortal man or group of men that are qualified to help him. People need to be humble before the Lord. God will never need you for anything, sir. But you and I need him for everything. God do place a cost on those who trust a man. He won't go around and then begin to trust a man. My prosperity is not in this church. I've been prospered before the church was born. <laughs> Amen. Do you know there is no human figure up to tomorrow that ever qualifies for consultation on any project in this church since inception pastors help members not to walk in pride because I love the people they love me so in spite of their love nobody has received a private call in my life on any project Nobody has ever had me talk of a need to him or her. It will be 40 years in May. But I know how many have bailed out. And there are countless numbers. Meruska, Kanekotiano. So don't sit down in one corner there in your ignorance. You know why they are teaching on um, sacrifice. The number of churches planted is becoming something that needs attention. So let's help God. You provoke his anger, giving to help him. If a trailer is about to fall and it belongs to your friend and you want to use your hand to help him, you and the trailer will go down together. And then if you have not written your will, they will help you write it. God, if you want to fall, fall on your own. But as for me, I won't put my hand on it. Do you know, sir? 
I didn't give a dime to planting of 10,000 churches this year. One. One. You didn't give one dime. You didn't give one dime. And also, in Cocopianesa, your greatness will never be larger than your meekness. All the timber and caliber in this church. Everybody in this church is a timber and caliber. He has Christ inside him. Can you be more timberous? <laughs> than having Christ on your inside? If this place has a member's president, it will not be consulted. I'm telling you the truth in Christ. So I'm speaking this for your turnaround. Yeah, yeah. This prophetic teaching is ordained for your turnaround. For your turnaround. <laughs> Very shortly, one among us with more than 10,000 men. Amen. He said, David, don't go to war with us. For you are more than 10,000 of us. Second Samuel chapter 18, verse 3. A little one here, sir, shall soon become a thousand, and a small one a strong nation. And let me tell you this by the Spirit of the Lord, there are many national breadwinners under the sound of my voice tonight. If they only understand. The mystery be unveiled. One day I was up with the Lord in worship all alone. My son, David, I'm pleased with you. Oh my God. My God. Just me. Please with me. But what have you brought for me? Oh, my God. What do I have? God, what do I have? Then straight my eyes went to my salary. That's the only thing I had. I had no land. I had no property. I had nothing. Jesus, I give that to you. Beautiful evening. December 1987. I earned my last pay in this ministry and heaven is witness. December 1987. No one had it from my mouth in life until 1996. So I didn't enjoy anybody's pity. I already had an accountant keeping pace with my blessings. Before it was mentioned once in the minister's conference to encourage the people on the validity of the covenant. A sacrifice turned my life on. So I've not earned a dime from books in my life or tapes in my life. I started publishing in 1985. A dime. A dime. Yet I'm this dangerously prosperous. What I mean dangerously, you don't get angry with that. It's dangerous. It's a risk. 
the wicked shall see it and lash with their teeth. The desire of the wicked shall perish. He led me there. He made a demand for Isaac, he gave it. He made a demand on me, unprepared, no premeditation, no idea. I just went to worship. I worship you, Almighty God. I worship you, Almighty God. I'm pleased with you, my son. What have you brought for me? Sir, if you wanted my neck, I'll give it to him. What else do I want? And you know, majority of people understand my voice now. I didn't know you at all, 1987. So it's not tied to you. I didn't tell my wife. January 88, my wife asked, what about the upkeep announcement? Uh, is that announcement or allowance? <laughs> I said, I've laid it on the altar. She said, Praise the Lord. Bless her heart. That was the last time she ever asked. We run our home like a hotel today. One day I look up and there were 22 people working in our premises to keep the place on. On my payroll, security on my payroll, gardener on my payroll, farmer on my payroll. <laughs> Amen. The altar of sacrifice is an altar of tolerance. You can't beat that. Prophet David wrote it. Haven't experienced it himself. What David gave towards the building of the temple was more than what all the elders of Israel gave. He said, Of thine have we given to you. Thine is greatness. I got my greatness, he said, from the altar of sacrifice. Somebody's story is changing. Now, hear me. God, okay, what will God do with that salary? Now, wait and hear the mystery. What is the one who gave it to me? <laughs> hey, Amen. And, and I say, I give it to him. Okay, what, what have I done? It, it came from you, and I say, I give it to you. And he said, hey, okay, I told you a line. What a game. <laughs> now, he gave it to me. Yes. I didn't bring one time to minister because I'm a raw believer. He said, carry no post scripture. I finished everything I needed. <laughs> and left myself in the hand of God. Glory to God. Somebody's story is changing. Now, help me say this. God is too big to beg. Say, so sacrifice not an appeal to help God. Is God's prescription for your turnaround. Okay, what will God do with Isaac? Will he eat the flesh? <laughs> and he saw Abraham with Isaac. He said, ah, this man will do it too. Hey, stop there. There's a ram there caught in the ticket. He 
it came to pass after that God did test Abraham. He just passed the test. It was a PhD program. He just came through. Somebody's story is changing. From the altar of sacrifice at Shiloh 2020. Jesus will turn men into celebrities. Many will be turned to kingdom celebrities. I've been on um, before a national TV. The leader of the nation was asking us for help. In this, my short life. Life. Amen. You are going somewhere. <laughs> you are going somewhere. God never plays games with nobody. He does not need any human support to be God. He said, tell Pharaoh, I am that I am. You obey me, I am. You disobey me, I am. You insult me, I am. You abuse me, I am. You praise me, I am. There is nothing you do that changes me. I am that I am. You give, I am. You eat your seed, I am. There is nothing you do or you don't do that tests on God. It tests on you. Please understand this with a pure heart. You know what it means for a family man to lay salary on the altar? And you have three kids to look after. And others that live with you by virtue of grace. I've always had people living with me in my life, even when I was in one room. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and then, you are not feeling it. I didn't feel it. It was with utmost delight. God is pleased with me. Amen. God is pleased with me. Me alone. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Anything will go. Tonight, as you subscribe to delight some sacrifice unto God whenever He calls for it. Not just at Shiloh. Whenever your spirit is prompted. To lay an altar of sacrifice, let it be with delight. God is not in need. It's not that if I don't give it out, this church will go down. To where? If you are not saved, the church will still be there. If you backslide 20 times, the church will still be there. <laughs> Amen. We are not the builder of the church. I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The altar of sacrifice is the altar of turnaround. Massive turnaround. Turnaround that fills the mouth with laughter and the tongue with singing. Turnaround makes you the talk of the town, the talk of the nation, the talk of your region, the talk of the world is coming your way right now. Now, can I tell you this? It will help you. 
people can prosper through a number of efforts. But there's a difference between the blessings of the Lord and the blessings acquired by men. <laughs> Just watch out for some small, small people who think because of the corner they live in that they are very wealthy. They are so restless. They are so what? Someone was in my house many years ago. The way he was breathing, I was afraid for him. <laughs> I was afraid for him. But the blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich, and it has no sorrow with it. sorrow with it. Sorrow free, tension free, pressure free. You don't have a lizard moving in your roof and then you are shaking because of how you got the money. I still sleep like a baby. And I'm with you. I'm telling you the truth. I sleep like a baby. I've not lost any iota of my peace. I'm not any less peaceful when we were 10. We became 20, my peace didn't get disturbed. We became a thousand, I wasn't running up and down. We became 10,000, I was still normal. Doing my thing. Can I tell you the day my mother died? I was catching a vision of the coming year, the day. My mother died in the morning. I saw her before she left. <laughs> and by the evening, Father, Lord, thank you for what do you have for next year? Amen. The day my mother died. I don't have two mothers. Peace like a river. That's the massive difference between God made rich people and effort made rich people. tomorrow the wealth of Abraham is still there in Israel and in thy seed shall all the families of the world be blessed there are many people here that your experience with God through the encounter at Shiloh 2020 will lead to the blessing of your lineage for generations. Watch some turnaround things that happen on the altar of sacrifice. One, the cross of God on the earth was averted on the altar of sacrifice. I will no longer cross the earth anymore for man's sake when the smell of the sacrifice of Noah got through to heaven and God smelled a good savor and God said I will no longer cross the earth anymore for man's sake so God avert curses on the altar of sacrifice anyone carrying any form of generational curse the altar of sacrifice is God ordained solution to avert them. 
carrying any hereditary disease, the altar of sacrifice is where God averts them. Therefore, no one leaves Shiloh ground in any location around the world and those who are just online by reason of their job and all that, um, the time zones. No one departs after Shiloh 2020 with any trace of Jeshua cross on his or her life. That was God's wearing a blessing. <laughs> the altar of sacrifice is where God swears a blessing. How do I know? By myself have I sworn. He said to Abraham in Genesis 22. <laughs> By myself have I sworn, said the Lord, because you have done this thing, and you have not withheld thy son, even thy only son. That a blessing, it was a sworn blessing. Now, listen, when God swears a blessing, it terminates your struggles. Because an oath for confirmation, according to scriptures, is the end of all strife. When God swears a blessing on a man, it terminates his struggles. A number of my long-term associates are here. The Lord said to me, and I said, Jesus, why is not much coming in for our church planting commandment, 1987. And he pointed his finger, give me that car. Oh my God, I got so excited. And I told my wife, the Lord said, to give him that car. She said, praise the Lord. Bless your soul. I've never had one hindrance obeying God from my wife once. Once. Once in my life. Not once in my life, sir. Can I tell the daughters of Zion here, give your husband rest. Give your husband rest. And can I tell all the husbands, give your wives rest. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Now, because that volatile man that we had of yesterday in Benway State, the Lord told him after some assault and some assault, if not for your wife, you are a dead man. He ran to the wife, I thank you for saving my life. Okay. Allow your spouse to serve God as prompted by the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Allow your husband to follow Jesus with utmost excitement without any tension. When God swears a blessing, which happens only on the altar of sacrifice. When God swears a blessing, it terminates your struggles. So when we gave that sacrifice, on my way home, look up. God said to me, my son David, even if you don't want to be rich, it's too late. <laughs> That tells you where I'm coming from. A sacrifice may God to swear. 
Young man, I don't care how many people hate you. Even if you don't want, it's too late. I heard it from him. I did read from a book. And it has not been edited. Many of you have heard it 1,000 times. And you may be tired of hearing I'm not tired of saying it. <laughs> Even if you don't want to be rich, it's too late. So I got my word from heaven. It was enforced on me. <laughs> There's somebody here, God will enforce a lasting blessing, a general blessing on your life. When it's time, tell me I will stop. God stopped the plague upon Israel from the altar of sacrifice. Enough! Stand out your hand. And then the sacrifice turned the angel back from destroying Jerusalem. Second Samuel chapter 24, verse 16, all the way to 25. I will never offer a thing unto the Lord of that which cost me nothing. That's what they call a sacrifice. It's not the volume. It's a cost. What makes a sacrifice not the volume, but the cost. There was nothing in that car. Nothing. I can't believe really remember how much they sold you. There was nothing in it. If I tell you this other, you will laugh. So I won't tell you. God didn't need that for anything. It was a test for my turnaround. It was what? A sacrifice is a covenant test for your desire to turn around. I wasn't praying for finance. I wasn't praying for prosperity. I have better things to pray for. <laughs> I just went there to worship him. And if you say, what do you want to pray? Oh God, save more souls. Establish them in the faith. Deliver them from the devil. Somebody's story is changing. God unleashed supernatural wisdom upon Solomon on the altar of sacrifice. Among the blessings is access to supernatural wisdom. Men given to sacrifice don't lack the insight of what to do at any point in time. No one compared with Solomon in wisdom in his days. All the kings of the earth came to hear his wisdom. For it was wiser than all men. First Kings chapter 4, verse 29 to 34. And that happened on the altar of sacrifice. I decree the outpour of the spirit of wisdom from the altar of sacrifice on this ground. You never run dry of the right thing to do, the right way to go, the right steps to take. It's part of the turnaround wonders on the altar of sacrifice. Now, here, here was a young man who said he didn't know the difference between the right hand and the left. And now, can you become the wisest of all men? How? They turn around wonder from the altar of sacrifice. Turn around wonder from the altar of sacrifice. You know what they said about David? 
he was as wise as an angel of God. As wise as an angel of God. Second Psalm uh, chapter 4, verse 20. And was a man given to sacrifice. As wise as an angel of God. As wise as an angel of God. Solomon encountered supernatural order of wealth from the altar of sacrifice without asking for it. Without asking for it. I've also given you that which you did not ask for. Both riches and honor. So that there shall not be any among the kings of the earth like unto thee. All the days of your life. He didn't ask for it. It is part of the turnaround wonder wonders that occurs from the altar of sacrifice so I never asked God in ritual I only succeeded in passing the turnaround test of sacrifice the turnaround test of sacrifice can I tell you this I never knew that we were paying school fees. That there was no there was no imprint. They were going to give him scholarship, and I said, "Why don't you give it to some other person?" Because we are paying some other fellows in this university. You have been scratching the bottom of the pot for too long. It's time for a turnaround. It's time for a turn around. Another wonder is all your needs are met on the altar of sacrifice. Philippians chapter 4, verse 15 to 19. Ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, no child communicated with me concerning giving out receiving, but ye only. For when I was in Thessalonica, you sent unto my necessity once and again. Not that I desire the gift, but I desire a gift that may abound to your accounts. That's what you are doing here tonight. I desire gifts or blessings that will abound to your account. But I have all, and I abound, and I'm full, having received of Epaphroditus the things that were sent of you, <laughs> an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable and well pleasing to God therefore my God shall supply all your needs according to riches and glory by Christ Jesus all needs all needs all needs all your needs all your needs That's why the enemy went about bastardizing the message of the covenant of abundance. Because it goes beyond material blessings. It goes to address all your needs. All my needs. All, all, all. All your needs. We can begin to enumerate what kind of needs that are you know, involved in that. All your needs. Blessed is the man that feared God, 
Tagli delights in the commandment. His seed also shall be mighty upon the earth. Can you use money to buy that? The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Now, wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Now, he has dispersed abroad. <laughs> his righteousness will endure forever, and his horn shall be exalted with honor. You can't use money to buy honor. There are many rich people that don't have any taste of honor from their village to the town to where they live. Any yeah, yeah, man. Is that a man? Is a rogue? <laughs> no, zero honor. Zero honor. There is no taste of honor. Oh, your needs. There is no way to raise mighty children by any technique. All your needs. To have children don't give you any concern whatsoever. All your needs. We've never had one concern from any of our children. One. One in this world. One. All your needs. I don't know whether they like me when I say it, but I didn't pray for any of them to pass the exam. They went to school to pass. I have too many things to do. So they pass themselves. <laughs> Oh, your needs. Talk less of fasting. I said, prayer. Prayer to say, okay, Lord, let him pass. Why won't he not pass? What is he going there for? <laughs> Amen. Today, two of our children have their PhD already. Amen. <laughs> two of them are standing strong for me between ministry. Strong. Not just standing strong. Strong. All your needs. All your needs. Instead of junketing about up and down. All your needs. From this altar of sacrifice, I see heaven addressing all your needs. I see heaven addressing all your needs. Can I tell you this? I never got a wife for anyone, no a husband for anyone. You just bring to me this is your husband. Amen. Have you pray? You follow the scriptural principles. God bless you. Where you come from is relevant. I didn't have to set up an altar of prayer and sacrifice. <laughs> oh, your needs. Oh, your needs. Somebody saw this change tonight. So I need you to have that perspective that God is not eyeing the small thing in your pocket. Oh, you and the thing in your pocket, you came from him. <laughs> he owns you and the kobo kobo you have in your pocket. He owns it. The dollar, the dollar you have in your pocket, he owns it. Praise God. The art of sacrifice gave the my woman a baby. All your need. You can't buy a baby with money. Second Kings 4, 
8 to 17. It restores health and wholeness. All your needs. All your needs. The great sage or a robot is gone to heaven. When he was a dying, he told the mother, please check um, my suit pocket. I don't want to owe God going to heaven. Please help me drop this. As my tight. And God healed him. All your needs. Now, another very enlightening testimony is that of John D. Rockefeller. The doctor gave him a body that he would not see his 52nd birthday. He lived to be 93. What did he do? He divided all his takes to have and gave one to service the needs of humanity. And God said, eh. and then what would this one come to heaven for? I need people like this who will help me on the earth. Who will stand in for me? He lived to be 93 years before he went to heaven. Generational blessing rested upon that family. He gave $140,000 to the education fund of his church at the time. $140 million, sorry. Dollars. He was carrying God on his head and in his heart. God terminated that plague. And, you know, he gave him, uh, you know, Ezekiah 15 years. He gave this one 41 years. 41 years. There's somebody that the altar of sacrifice today, even though they have said you will die, will give you 50 years more. Yeah. All the ones that you will die will have gone before. It's your turn. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody's soul is changing. The good news is no one here will die young. From that testimony, no one will go below 93. Many here will be strong at 120. In Psalm Isaiah 65, verse 20 to 22. There shall be no more dance an infant of days, nor an old man that has not fulfilled his days. For the child shall die a hundred years old. But the sinner being a hundred will just be living as a, as a liability. Now, and they shall build houses and inhabit them. They shall plant, plant, sow, vineyards, and eat the fruit thereof. They shall not build another one eat. They shall not be another one inhabit. They shall not plant another man eat. For as the days of a tree are the days of my people, and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. That's a prophetic word for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. May 
the altar of sacrifice continue to deliver to you turn around wonders all the days of your life in the name of Jesus Christ well God's covenant remains in force as long as the earth remains so these are not things that happen for a moment and won't happen again it's on and on forever remember it's what is settled in heaven forever Psalm 119 verse 89 my covenant will I not break nor utter the thing I have gone forth out of my leaves heaven and earth may pass away but not a jot of my word shall go fulfilled. Therefore, any force that can't stop the sun from shining and can't stop the moon from showing up in its time can never stop the covenant from having its way. So it doesn't matter what obtains on this earth. Every child of God that walks genuinely in the covenant of scriptures has a future. Every child of God that works genuinely in the covenant has a great future. Every child of God that works genuinely in the covenant has a great future. So you have a great future. Say with me, I have a great future. As long as I remain committed. Working genuinely in the covenant, I have a great future. I have a great future. I was out here many years ago, 1987. I mean, it was an awesome time. I was out with one of our, our full gospel churches here in Lagos for a convention. And I was in the, my study that morning at Sheraton Hotel. And then heavens came down. I was in Luke, uh, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 1 to 8. And he said to me, the same way I opened the heavens over the lives of individuals, I opened the heavens over institutions, organizations, corporations, including churches, through the mystery of tithing. That the tithe that Abraham paid was not his personal tithe, it was the tithe of his company, the company, 318 soldiers. My eyes opened wide. And God opened the heavens over this commission. We just walk in supernatural, inexplicable, but undeniable worlds. Yes, emphasis coming, emphasis coming, but it won't stop coming Amen. as we keep doing what He said to do. Now, listen to me. Whatever God says to Him from His Word, He says to you, and He says to me. What I say to one, I say to all. So there are no private revelations in the scripture. It depends on where you, where you want to stand, where you choose to stand. You have been in the council of this ministry since inception. Have we ever had money on our agenda? It's a non-issue. Praise God. It's a non-issue. Non-issue. Now, from now, every form of financial pressure gets off from your life.
In Jeremiah 33, verse 18 to 20. Is it 21 and 22? Thus says the Lord, if you can't break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, and that there should not be day or night in their season, then may also my covenant be broken with David my servant, that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne, and with the Levites, the priests, my ministers, that's talking about the redeemed of the Lord. We have been redeemed as priests and kings to reign on the earth. My covenant is as intact with all the redeemed as long as the sun and the moon, the day and the night, I exchange your position. That's when I stood up and spawned and said, Yeah! I can never be poor. God's covenant of supernatural wealth and all round well-being, all round well-being, all round well-being. Prosperity talks about all round well-being, all round well-being remains in force forever. Amen. When I called that, he showed me. I didn't know it before. He showed me in that revelation. He showed me by himself. It works. Somebody's told is changing. Somebody's story is changing. So don't sit down there and say, all those people, they are stealing. You just cost yourself for nothing. Find out where they are coming from. Find out their work with God. Amen. Be interested in find out their work with God. I've shared my heart with you tonight. Now, if all the witches in the world are causing me, I can't be poor. Otherwise, there will be no sun again. There will be no night and there will be no day. If the gang up of hell multiply against me, it won't change my story. It won't change my stand. I've been preaching this thing. You have been hearing me. The same. The same. The same. It's working. It's no game. Your prosperity is not in what they give you. It's in what you give. It's more blessed to give than to receive. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Somebody's story has changed. Yeah. If that is yours, let me hear your loudest. Amen. Yeah. Now, in conclusion, by prophetic scriptures, apart from encounters with the world at Shiloh, which is the core, and the Lord appeared again to somewhere at Shiloh, and he appeared through the world. That is the core of Shiloh. However, Shiloh provides two other platforms of turnaround encounter, which includes the art of sacrifice and the making of vows. And the man Elikana and all his house went up to offer unto the Lord their yearly sacrifice and his vow. A sacrifice is about what you have that you are offering to God when demanded. 
A vow is what you make in return for your desires from the Lord the following year you come. And Hannah vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the affliction of thy hand, handmaid and not forget thy handmaid, but we give unto her your handmaid a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no reason come over his head. He made a vow in return for her demand from the Lord. So a vow is about your response to God's intervention in your affairs. Why a sacrifice is what you offer unto the Lord on demand on what you have already. It's not the volume that makes a sacrifice, it's the cost. Somebody offered a mite and Jesus said she gave the greatest a mite so somebody sacrificed a hundred naira if somebody else gives a hundred thousand naira it's not a sacrifice it's a leftover there are the things he gives to those who greet him for greeting him amen that young man is very good he greets me all the time one hundred thousand that can't be a sacrifice to you but somebody gave a hundred naira the only one he has remaining is five naira somebody has walked away from this place on foot and came the following year riding a car he offered the shoe give what you have the only thing he has that holds value is shoe and in case god needs to wear a shoe tomorrow let me give it to him he gave god his shoes and came back to utah cramry the following year so it's not about the volume it's about the cost that that sacrifice please on you I will not offer unto God a sacrifice of that which cost me nothing. Second Samuel 24, 24. Of that which cost me nothing. Of, I will fully pay for it. I will not offer unto God a sacrifice of that which cost me nothing. It's about the cost. Now, look up here. If I sacrificed 50 naira under any condition in those early days, God will be dancing. If, eh? My son, 50 naira. Ah! Ah! The angels are saying, Father, what's happening? Say, ah! ah! I can't talk now. This 50 naira is too much. Because that was my level there. Our total income as a church worldwide was 18,600 naira for a whole year. So, where will you get? 1984, not 24, 1984. Okay. That was where we were. So start from where you are. Don't post to God. He knows your level. Start from where you are. Don't post. Don't look at somebody's sacrifice. <laughs> How can they give chapters and answer? I'm giving 500. God forbid, but. <laughs> If I ever called a millionaire and sacrifice to God, he would slap me. No. 
not with the blessing is put above my life. Now, if I give you 100 naira now under any condition, you may take it out of respect. But when you leave me, you say, is this my size? Oh God. You know why you are saying that? The one who gave it to you is more than that. God is changing your story. So we have the altar of sacrifice and the altar of vows. All at Shiloh. Can I hear your amen? I commend you to God, to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give your own inheritance among them which are sanctified. Lift up your two hands. Stand to your feet, everybody. Give the Lord the biggest hand of praise. Amen. Help me say loud, we are in the golden age of the church. I refuse to be left out. We are in the rainy days of the church. I refuse to be a peasant. You know what the Lord said? Sit down at my right hand, speaking to Jesus, until I make the enemies a fools too. The Lord shall send the road of his strength out of Zion, rule down in the midst of the enemies. But Proverbs 22 verse 7, the rich ruleth among the poor. <laughs> so it takes wealth to rule among your enemies. It takes wealth. God will be releasing supernatural order of wealth to his church. And his church is not a building. His church is his people. Therefore, everyone here shall receive a clean baptism of supernatural wealth. Please continue to remember the choice is yours. I lay before you life and death. Blessings and curses. Make your choice. 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 Many here have seen the wonders of the altar of sacrifice. Do I have a witness in the house? Many have seen God manifest himself on the altar of sacrifice. Do I have a witness in the house? The things that only God can do, you saw from the altar of sacrifice is the beginning is the beginning is the beginning well those fantastic experiences are okay but if i had stopped there the turning would have stopped we have a turning and overturning and overturning and overturning and overturning god a turning and overturning and overturning and overturning god we have a turning and overturning and overturning god because God's turnaround agenda is not a once and for all event, but a once and again experience. You'll never be stranded in life anymore. <laughs> Lift up your two hands and thank God for the world. If anything came true to you tonight, thank God for it. If anything came true to you tonight, thank God for it.
the art of sacrifice is the art of supernatural turnaround. The art of sacrifice is the altar of supernatural turn around. The art of sacrifice is the altar of supernatural turn around. That's coming your way. It's coming your way. It's coming your way. It's the altar of aversion of curses. No cross can stand on your life anymore. Give him thanks. Whatever you caught in that wall, lift up your two hands and give him thanks for it. 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 In Jesus' precious name, we have given thanks. Many years ago, I said in my heart, God, if you ever prosper me, I want to be part of building churches for you. I had no bank account when I said that. It was in the heart of my father David to build a house. And God said, thou doest well. Said, kingdom dreams are the highways to a boom. Kingdom dreams, kingdom dreams, kingdom dreams, kingdom dreams, kingdom you, You'll be so blessed and so restful and so peaceful and so joyful. Amen. By the blessings of God. Amen. Lord, help me to embrace the altar of sacrifice every time you prompt my spirit to engage with it. Help me to embrace the altar of sacrifice every time I'm prompted to engage with it. Lord, help me to embrace the art of sacrifice for my continuous and unending turnaround every time I'm prompted to engage with it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Receive that grace from heaven. Grace for delightsome engagement with the art of sacrifice. Grace for joyful engagement with the art of sacrifice. Receive that, receive that. Receive that. Celebrate God for it. 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 Amen. They place that dead child in Abia on the altar in their viewing center, and Jesus came down. Whatever came down with you to Shiloh, dead, will return back alive. Whatever came down with you to Shiloh, dead, shall return back alive. I was sharing a testimony of the withered hand that Jesus straightened yesterday, and that girl with a shorter hand than the other grew out by the power of God. Whatever is unequal in your health, in your business, in your life, grows up to match now. In the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. And so shall it be. The same way many have gotten a turnaround from the altar of sacrifice, you will get yours this time. 
you will get yours this time. You will get yours this time. You will get yours this time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every reproach will be rolled away from every area of your life. From Shiloh 2020 onwards, nobody will ever ask you again, where is your God? Give the Lord a big hand of praise. And please be seated. Amen. All these has its root in your redemption. Redemption is at the root of every kingdom provision. Every provision in the kingdom draws on your root in redemption. Until one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot experience the wonders in stock for us in the kingdom. Tonight, all over the world, wherever we are gathered, and if you are on your own, wherever you are, with your device, you want to surrender your life to Christ and be part of this golden era of the church, this rainy era of the church, and much more importantly, to end your journey in eternity. Amen. Jesus is the only way. Wherever you are this night, stand to your feet. You want me to pray with you to be born again? Stand to your feet. You want your sins to be forgiven you? Stand to your feet. You want to become a child of God? Stand to your feet. God bless you. Wherever you are, stand to your feet. Wherever you are tonight, stand to your feet. You want to be saved? Tonight, stand to your feet. God bless you. God bless you outside and inside out here at the faith tabernacle and all across the nations of the earth. You want to surrender your life to Christ, please stand to your feet. Amen. God bless you. Remain standing, please. Many more are getting up. Get up from where you are. Jesus is seeing you there in the name of Jesus. Secondly, there are people that need to rededicate their lives to Jesus. You want to reconnect back to God. You want to reconnect back to God. You know the thing is not there. There is no flow. Something has broken your contact with God. You want to reconnect back to God. Wherever you are right now, please stand to your feet. I'll pray with you at the same time. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus, stand to your feet. You want to rededicate your life to Jesus, stand to your feet. God bless you as you do. God bless. All of you are standing, please make your way to the front. Quick, 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 quick. Please come, please come, please come, please come. In all the various centers, please go straight on to the altar area. Go straight on, go straight on, and go very fast, go very fast. We're running out of time, but yours is very important. You are important to God. Your redemption is important to God. Your restoration is important to God. Your restoration is important to God. Your salvation is very important to God. He sent Jesus to die for you, to rescue you from hellfire, to give you beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for money. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. There is no gate crashing. You are either saved or you are not saved. You, are, you can't be neutral. Please come. Please come. Please come. There are many that can't tell when they got saved. Please come. Come to. Come to. That means we are not. That means we are not. There are many who are not producing fruits that's worthy of repentance. Please stand to your feet. Jesus wants to break that, that siege on your life.
so you can enjoy the best that heaven has in store. Please come. Wherever you are, come. Please come. Come quickly. Come with speed. Come quickly. Come with speed. In all the VA centers around the world, please go right now to the altar area. You are out there on the television, in your various homes. You want to be saved, stand to your feet wherever you are. And I'll be praying with you at the same time. And Jesus will save you. It will be clear that something has turned in your life. Somebody else is coming. Wherever you are, stand to your feet and join us. Join us very fast. Join us very quickly. Join us very fast. Join us very quickly. There is joy in heaven over one soul that repents. Come and give the Lord praise, church. Give the Lord praise. We leave you with this word from Acts 20, 32. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you, you next time. time.